0: If you don't invest time, attention, energy into uh, setting up a CRM, setting up email and text and call automations and truly building a sales process, the leads that you generate will be a glorified waste of money.
1: Welcome back to another episode of All or Nothing in Real Estate. I'm your host, Matt Smith, founder of All or Nothing Real Estate. This podcast is a movement for me to give back to the industry that has given so much to me and my family. So, guys, thank you for listening. As always, today we got a very special guest, one of my good friends, a marketing genius that we need in today's real estate market. So please help me welcome Grant Wise. Welcome to the show.
0: Yeah, buddy. Thanks for having me.
1: Dude, so super excited to have you here. Um I know that you have tons of knowledge that you can share. I hear it all the time. I'm sure you hear it all the time. Agents are wondering in this marketplace, how can we market more? How can we get more leads? Leads are down. How do we convert more? And today we're going to dive super in depth with Grant, the man himself on how to do that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Super excited, man. So let's, let's start with a little bit of, um, kind of let's, i want to give people an overview. So, um, what what we're kind of going to go over today guys is kind of the buckets of marketing grant owns a company called whitley that is um we use it personally in our business a lot of uh people that i'm fortunate to to uh to network with do as well and have amazing results from it so make sure you check that out we'll give chance, grant a chance to plug that later but even if that's not for you we want to give you value we want to provide value so you can take some takeaways into marketing in this marketplace so um we we're going to talk about lead generation we're going to talk about video remarketing. I know that's remarketing is huge right now and of course how to convert leads because without conversion the rest of it doesn't matter. So Grant before we dive in um how about you tell people a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and we'll start there.
0: Yeah, um thanks again for having me and I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Background, I got started in the industry uh I think like 9 or 10 years ago and um my main focus when I started was teaching real estate agents how to generate leads from Facebook back when it was really easy. Uh, it's still really easy today. It's just there's a little more work on the back end, right when it comes to converting leads because the the tools have kind of gone mainstream in the industry. but i uh, I'm always blown away by how we got started. So I put out a Facebook ad myself. you know, I didn't have a ton of money at the time trying to just feed my family and, this woman in South Dakota purchased a course I had and I learned a lot. (laughs) I learned a lot about, Oh, wait, wait. wait, you can make a lot of money doing this. And then I learned a lot working with her because she ended up selling 40, I think it was 48 houses her first year that we worked together. She was just in the business, like six, eight months when we started. Wow. And I went on and built a course, you know, I got in masterminds, got around the right people that really started pouring into me, helping me understand how to grow the business. And we went from, six-figure company to a multi-million dollar company in a year. And we doubled in size the next year and we just kept growing. And eventually uh, I got to this place where I I noticed that the the most significant struggle that people had implementing Facebook ads into their business was the technology. Because back in the day, you had to create landing pages, you had to write email campaigns, you had to do all of this manual labor just to get a Facebook ad in place. And so I mean, I wonder if there's a way that we could just do this for people. So they don't have to do it themselves. And I didn't want to start a marketing agency. And so software kind of became the really clear answer to that question. So in 2017, we launched Whitley, which is an automated advertising platform that actually runs ads for agents today. And um, it's been a, sometimes rocky ride, but it's, it's been a it's been an incredible journey over the last several years. I've worked with worked with, and worked with um, some of the top teams in most states in North America. I, I get to work and mastermind with really cool people. I get to see behind the scenes of what's working, what's not, you know, what's happening right now in the market, and how do we shift our message. And Just working through all those situations and scenarios over the last decade in this industry has been really fun. I've been blessed to be able to Uh, Personally, I think we've coached over 4,000 people on how to implement strategy from an advertising standpoint, specific to Facebook and Instagram we have provided free training to 70,000 plus people all over the world. We've been able to sell billions of dollars of real estate. I've been on all of the big stages in the industry and I'm, I'm excited and grateful that I just get to continue to share my knowledge and help people, uh, make more money in the, in the business. So that's a brief
1: backstory. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's a lot of people, a lot of lives that you've affected. And, um, and I'm one of them, just so you know. Um, I, I have a I have a marketing brain, um, but you make my brain feel really small when we, we talk marketing. So, um, there's a there's a lot of great information, and guys, I'm super excited right now. Again, like being a real estate coach and being some of the um, the rooms that I've been fortunate to be in like I have people reaching out to me all the time. And a common question I get is, is about marketing about, Hey, what are we doing with leads right now? What leads are converting? How are you converting leads? Like that's a very, very common problem in this industry. And today, Grant and I are gonna, um, Grant, not me, um, Grant's gonna go through how to solve those problems and what you can do to, uh, to maximize your return on investment, how to create more leads, how to create a warmer audience and and ultimately how to convert those. So, um, Grant, let's start with maybe a real estate agent that's just getting started, right? Someone that is, um, like, let's start at the basics and then let's let's add on to it. So, the basics of lead generation for a real estate agent, what does that look like?
0: Uh, What a good question. So, newer agents in the business typically they want to start generating leads because they don't know where the next deal is coming from, right? They're trying to identify opportunities that might exist in the marketplace. And so, what a lot of people do is they call everybody on their phone. That's one way to get business. Or a lot of people go to somebody like Zillow or realtor.com or one of these platforms and buy leads. That's another way to get it. But over the years, Facebook, Instagram, Google PPC have become really dominant forces uh, that have given the agent the ability to just go generate leads for themselves independent of any portal, any third party, anybody like that. And I think it's great because it gets them, it gives them the ability to essentially build their own lead generation company. But the mistake that I think a lot of people make, and I want to call that out right up front, is they will just go buy some ads. They'll go buy some leads. They'll go to Facebook, they'll, you know, follow a YouTube video or take a course or do whatever. And they'll just start buying leads. And some of those people generate leads, they go nowhere. Some of those people generate leads and they make it onto a A notebook or an Excel spreadsheet. And the act of using Facebook as an advertising platform to generate leads is actually really simple. It's not a complex process. And most of the people I know, even from starting from zero, can do it typically in like 30 minutes to an hour, maybe if they're just getting started, kind of fumbling their way through it. But the biggest problem that we see is they spend virtually no time building infrastructure to support the follow-up for the leads that they are generating. Getting leads is actually easy. My son is six. I could, He knows how to read numbers. I could give him my credit card. He, he could call anybody and they'd probably sell him some leads. But if you don't invest time, attention, energy into uh, setting up a CRM, setting up email and text and call automations and truly building a sales process, the leads that you generate will be a glorified waste of money. Now, sometimes newer agents prove me wrong because newer agents are hungry. (laughs) If they get a contact, they obsess over that thing until the deal closes. And that's a wonderful way to live. But the reality is, is, New agents can set themselves up for massive success if they would just flow leads into a contact database, set up some sales automation so they can call text, email the leads that are coming into the business. And there's a few other things that I've found along the way that can really help somebody amplify the success that they can have in doing that. But that's the number one mistake I wanted to call out in hopes that if you're a new agent listening to this, do not buy a lead, a single lead until you set up a CRM, until you set up some uh, call, text, email, sales automation. So as those leads come in, you can follow up with them. Because the reality again is that I think it's like roughly 12% is what we're seeing right now of the leads that you generate from Facebook will be what, they, what we call qualified, right? Not working with another agent, ready to buy, sell in the next three, six, nine, 12 months, uh, uh, interested in a price point in your market. It's it's a very low number. So if you think you've got to have a hundred conversations to find those 12 people, if you don't have automations in place, you're not going to be able to keep up. Most agents have the infrastructure currently to follow up with maybe 30 leads a month, but they'll go by 300 and it creates a huge problem where they have a ton of opportunity sitting in their database. And they have no idea how to take advantage of.
1: Dude, that's so spot on. Um, I'm sitting here <laughs> laughing because I literally had a conversation this morning about agents that want more leads. And I'm like, that's yeah. not the problem. Right. Um, it, the problem is converting the leads that you have. And mm-hmm. so, um, that's, guys, you need to go back and listen to that part again. That is crucial. The The systems and processes you have on the back end on how to convert the leads at a higher level, that's where you really move the needle in your business, and your organization. It's mm-hmm. not writing more checks. It's not generating more leads. It's having a better system and process to the leads that you do generate. Yes. I say this all the time, Grant, I've never heard anyone else say it, but I, I agree a hundred percent is that leads are not the problem ever. There's never been a business that leads are the problem. Because leads are easy. If leads are your problem, and that truly is your problem, if like I'm having a discovery call with a coaching client, and their problem truly is leads, dude, that's a home run. Like let's let's rock and roll. Like you don't even need to win quick here, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that's never the problem. It's converting those leads. It's the processes behind it, and how to how to create those higher intent leads. Sometimes, like there's a lot of nuances to that. So I love that, Um, dude. That's that's a huge mistake that I see too. Is that um, people want the low hanging fruit, so to speak, right? They want the lead that is ready right now to buy or sell. And the reality is the conversion rate of any online lead of any lead period, but online lead specifically is not tomorrow is not, Hey, they're ready to buy or sell today. The goal of the yeah. lead is to find people that are intentional about potentially buying or selling real estate.
0: But I think understanding the life cycle of your sales process is really important too. If you were the best cold caller on the planet and you made a call today and you got a listing appointment tonight and you went out and listed their house and by some miraculous miracle, you got it on the market, sold it. So tomorrow you're under contract. You're still not getting money in your bank account for 60 to 90 days. Okay. The sales cycle is almost a quarter long in a lot of ways. But then you factor in, you've got to build a relationship with these people. You have to prove that you are the expert and authority that they want to work with. You have to validate the experience that they may be expecting to have with you. Then you've got to meet them, go under contract in the means of, in the ways of like a buyer consultation agreement or a buyer representation agreement, a listing. And then you've got to go through the process of actually transacting. And it just takes time. And I think that. So many people come into this with a false sense of reality thinking I can just buy a lead. I'm going to make money tomorrow. No, you're in the wrong industry. you're going to buy a lead, nope. if you close them tomorrow, you'll get paid in three months. That's the natural life cycle. So many people follow up based on the needs of what's happening in their pocketbook. Wow. Not based on the needs of the customer.
1: Dude, and say that what, again? That's gold. Say that again.
0: So many people follow up based on the needs of their pocketbook, their wallet, not based on the needs of the customer. And that's why you have so many agents. We work with a lot of top teams that are generating thousands of transactions for hundreds of agents. Still, those agents will focus on the 30, 60 day, uh, 30, 60, 90 day business because they want the right now money. And if you truly want to excel in this industry, you're going to have to zoom out, take a step back and think about what's best for your customer. And when you design a sales process, you and I, we've both been around Ibrahim, I've been in the room three times, two or three times when he says, you, you want to be on the best team in the world, go on the board right now, write out everything that you would have to be on a dream team. And if you would work there, that's what you need to go build. Hey, guess what? If you want to um, convert at a really high level, write out everything that you would absolutely love about a sales process, having a sales experience, and then go create that. And that's how you're going to convert leads at a high level.
1: Dude, spot on. So we just literally came out of a lunch and learn before this this podcast. And we were listening to a recording of Andy Frisella talking about building customer loyalty. And some of my agents were like, well, he's not a real estate agent, whatever. I'm like, it doesn't, the same concept applies is that you have to create the number one focus of my business. And what I tell people is the most important is the client experience. If you don't nail the client experience, the rest of it does not matter. You have to have an amazing client experience and that's how you scale and grow. And that's exactly what you're saying is, yes, you can generate leads. Yes, you have all this process. But if you don't deliver on the experience, then you're just going to generate more leads tomorrow and it's going to be a vicious cycle.
0: 100%. I was on a training yesterday. I wish I had my notes sitting up here because I would read them off to you. And I said, how many of you love being sold to? Nobody in the Zoom room raised their hand. And I said, Why? Well, it's an inconvenience. I don't like talking to people till I'm ready. Uh, I, I think that they don't—they don't actually sell based on what I need. They sell based on what they want. Uh, it's a waste of time. Uh, I like doing my research before I actually talk to a salesperson. Now, now these are all Matt. These are all real stages. agents. <laughs> and I said, "Okay, no, no, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. All of you absolutely hate being sold to, and you've all listed." It's an inconvenience. You don't like talking to people till you're ready. You want to do your own research. You think it's a waste of time. You don't think people are listening to you yet. It's the exact same sales process that you've installed in your own business for the leads that you're getting online. And you're wondering why you're not converting.
1: Yeah. You wouldn't buy from you. (laughs) Dude, that is, that is absolute gold. Like, wow. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. Like yeah, my agents are going to listen to this. Just so you know, like, get that. dude, that's that's tremendous. Um, Homework. Homework. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, I was. I also uh, pulled. up, You said notes. So I pulled up my notes. Um, Andy Vercella said this. Here's a secret to sales. A secret to sales is most people want you to make the decision for them. How many agents wait on the buyer or seller to make that decision? If you're waiting on the buyer or seller to say, hey, this is the home for me, or hey, I'm ready to list my home today, at least if you're in my market, you're not going to get that business because we train to make sure to help guide them through that process. And what, what Grant is telling saying with the process is if, that you're, if your business is, is reliant on, I firmly believe, I'm curious Grant's opinion, if your business is reliant on bottom of the funnel leads, you don't have a sustainable business because as soon as those dry up, so does your business. Like I want, I want to have a funnel of business that I know what my next six months of sales are going to look like right now today. That's a sustainable business model.
0: You just saw it. Um, it you saw it when the industry shifted, how many agents were doing 20 deals a year. Now of the are doing 10. Because they were only focused on what was at the bottom of the funnel. They were not building a pipeline when transaction volume naturally dried up a little bit. A lot of people went from doing two deals a month to one, some from one to zero. And and, I mean, they're not going to transact, but every two to three months because they've not focused on building a pipeline. A pipeline arguably is more important than those bottom of funnel leads because your pipeline can help you forecast, like you just said, what's going to happen in the next three months. What's going to happen in the next six months, nine months, 12 months? Because I want to plan. I don't want to count my money before it's in the bank. That's not what we're saying. We say we want to have a healthy pipeline so we can forecast and begin to somewhat predict what our business is going to look like. And you can't do that if you're only focused on what is going to close in the next 30, 60, 90 days. It's not possible.
1: No, uh, dude. Yes. You couldn't set it better. Like 100% agree. Um, so let's, 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 let's switch gears. Let's talk about now. What can it, let's give some tactical takeaway. So agents listening are like, all right, cool. I'm sold. How do I do it? What are some effective ways for real estate agents to follow up with those leads to ensure they stay engaged throughout the sales process?
0: Mm, That's such a good, good question. I think the first thing that you can do is not, not even on a piece of technology, on a piece of paper, write out your sales process. Meaning when a lead comes into your database, step one, what are you going to do? Step two, step three, step four, step five. Now we're in an industry with so many wonderful coaches and influencers and people that are really out dominating Uh, from a practitioner standpoint, that are giving away their playbooks. It's not hard to look around and find somebody that just wants to share their lead management system. Go download some of these free PDFs from these top performers and just copy their systems. It's proven to work. Put your own little flair on it from a voice standpoint. So if maybe change the way a text is written or an email is written or something like that. But the first thing you've got to understand uh, what is going to happen when a lead comes into the database. Here's my follow-up system. Now, once you have that lead management playbook, then build it inside of a CRM. I'm, you know, one of my favorite platforms in the industry right now is Follow-Up Boss. There's many other great platforms. Follow-Up Boss is one of the top ones they recommend right now. And inside of Follow-Up Boss, you can build action plans. You can build automations. Some of those same influencers and coaches <laughs> have... Uh, links you can click that automate building out the automations and uh, action plans right inside of your own FUB account. So some of you can literally just copy somebody else's system, but map out your sales process, build it out into a CRM, put yourself through it or your grandmother or your friend, somebody where you can actually test it and make sure it functions. Okay. Step one, Build the infrastructure to support the success that you ultimately want to have.
1: I want to add something to that. So build it and test it, but also put yourself in a consumer's shoes as you're testing it and say, was your intention, was that also how you received it as that consumer? I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. In theory, this sounds great, but they don't put themselves in the consumer's shoes to see, all right, is that value based for them or for me? As to what you were talking about earlier. And make sure that that is valuable to them, not a value to you as a salesperson.
0: 100%. 100%. So educating and informing, uh, building yourself up as an authority, sharing insights, answering frequently asked questions, breaking down the sales process for a seller or for a buyer. There's so many different ways to educate the consumer in this industry. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. Make sure that your sales process is designed to do that. And I think that's so crucial. So having your sales process is step one. Having it built out into a CRM is step two. And then the other thing that I like to do is, what I've found over the last several years is the industry has changed in how we have to follow up. Meaning it's gotten a bit aggressive. The consumer has gotten smarter. The consumer has gotten more distant from people that are selling things. The consumer doesn't want to talk as much. About four or five, maybe five or six years ago, we started noticing more people weren't answering the phone. They weren't opening the emails or responding to text messages. And this was a huge issue because if we didn't figure it out, not only were our customers not going to start making money, we we were going to stop making money because people don't pay us not to get results. And so we... I realized that like, I've been doing this thing called remarketing, which is where you just simply market to somebody over and over again, but I've been doing it with video content and it's been wildly successful. I wonder if it would work in the agents businesses. So we had a couple of clients and we tested it. We said, we want you to create a video, just introduce yourself. And then in another video, educate about, I don't know, whatever interest rates or the buying process on process. And then let's, we want to take those videos and we want to set those up as ads. So whenever leads come into the business, you can instantly start to remarket them with content. I didn't know how effective it was going to be. But what happened is in the clients of ours at the time that were using remarketing compared to the clients that weren't, it was night and day. Like night and day. The clients that were not using video remarketing were still, nobody was answering the phone. Nobody was opening the emails. Nobody was responding to the texts. So fast forward several years, we've developed this uh, part of what it is that we do with what I call relationship remarketing. It's taking you, your brand, the number one asset in the business. And simultaneously, as soon as leads opt into your business, we start following those people all around the internet with your video content so that you can build a relationship with them. I know some teams that are calling through robo dialing on some leads 80 plus times before they get somebody to respond, which is insane. Yep. But it's also something that most newer agents are not going to do. <laughs> some of you, you, you call somebody like eight times. You're like, all right, this guy that doesn't want to talk
1: to me. But most 80, agents won't call them three times, well, man. Like, yeah, that's just agents, right? That's just, that's just reality.
0: Yes. And so what, what, what I've seen is this transition. It's no longer speed to lead. It's speed to relationship. Mm. The agent that builds a relationship and creates a connection with that person out there on social media that has opted in to learn more about buying and selling houses through, the agent that creates that connection the fastest, the agent that builds that relationship the quickest is the person that's going to have the most amount of success. So after I got my sales process down and my CRM set up, I would create two or three pieces of video content that were strategically designed so that I could advertise those at those leads as they started coming into the business. Content that is educational and informative, right? Uh, Interest rates is a topic of conversation right now. Um, Is now the right time to to sell is always a topic of conversation. Um, Inventory is low. How do I win with multiple offers? There's so many different topics that you could pick up on. But what you want to be seen as is the expert and the authority. So whenever you create this content, what's going to happen is people, they're going to opt into your business. They're maybe looking at homes or something like that. But then as as soon as they go back to Facebook and Instagram, they're going to start to see you. They're going to start to see your videos playing, and they're going to instantly start to build a relationship with you. This is science. Okay. This is not happenstance. This doesn't just happen because... Grant said it happens. No, this is scientific, okay? There's something that you can Google right now called uh, parasocial relationships. This is what psychologists refer to as one-sided relationships. It's where a person builds a relationship with the character, but the character has no idea the other, other person exists. It's most common in celebrities. So we always used to fan over, you know, actors and, you know, a lot of people still do over actors and celebrities and stuff like that. Well, in early 2020, they recategorized influencers as the newest form of celebrity because When you're creating video content on social media, you're building a parasocial relationship with the people that are watching the content. This is why whenever you maybe socially interact with somebody for a period of time, and then you go meet them in person, you already feel like you know them. This is why influencers are making so much money right now because they are the newest form of celebrity. It's science. It's a parasocial relationship that you develop with the customer. So imagine... You have people out there in your market that know, like, and trust you that are raving fans of yours. They don't even know you, or you don't even know them. They feel like they know you because of the content. That's what happens whenever you take that video content and you start marketing that out to the people that are uh, trying to learn more about buying and selling real estate. So there's the sales process, there's the CRM, there's the video content. Once I've got those things done, now I'm ready to go buy some leads. And then remember this if you're just getting started, especially. There are only two things in this industry that people want and real estate agent is not one of them. Uh (laughs) Okay. They want to know what their home value is and they want to know what properties are available in the market. It is no more complex than that. This is the framework that Zillow used to build a $10 billion company, give people access to properties to look at. 75% of people that are searching on Zillow, just like looking at homes. Okay. they're not real buyers and sellers. And so understand that as you go out there, put out what I call a homes list ad. So it's a list of properties under the median price point in your market. Look up the stats in the MLS. You throw up a couple collage images, or you can create it in Canva, You know, two, two or three pictures of the outside of a home, two or three pictures of the inside of a home, put it in an image. You'd write the copy, click here to get a free list of homes price under X. And then that's a lead form ad that you set up on Facebook. You do that, you're gonna start having leads come into the business, but your automations will be in place so you can start following up. And then that video content, you take that, you set it up as an ad uh, targeting those leads. So as soon as a lead comes into the business, instantly they start seeing your video content. So for a few dollars a day in advertising expenses, you can start generating names, email addresses, phone numbers of people that are interested in buying or selling a home. There's some other conversion stats that I think you should pay attention to, but I just dropped a ton on you, so I'm going to stop for a second. And you know, I'm sure Matt, if you have any questions or things you want me to dive on,
1: yeah. So that's dude, that is fantastic, and so I think that um, it's so crucial that the game, name of the game isn't cost per lead. It's cost per closing. It's not effort per lead. It's effort per closing. And so I think what Grant just laid out is that what I love about Grant, too, is that what does he sell? He sells leads, right? Like that's that's his company. And he's telling you don't buy leads until you do A, B and C because he wants you to get results. Um, And I love that it's not. Here's, here's why that's super valuable for somebody that maybe um, is trying to digest all of that information is that if you don't have a system to plug these leads into that has some automations to provide this value when you're not present to create those hand raisers, to create those people dropping through the funnel by the actions they take from the content or the automations that you were sending them. Now you turn your business from a cold calling business into a warm calling business. And you are calling people at the right time. In the meantime, you're still building that relationship that you're talking about. And so you said it's not about speed to lead. I agree. I love the speed to relationship. But I also think in a prospecting session, it's about speed to opportunity. And -hmm. what you're saying with creating the system is you need to create a system that takes that one lead and provides value over and over and over. And you get notified as the agent in your system when they become a hand raiser again. And yep. you have to pretend like that's a new lead at that time. Then you can have that conversation while they're in the buying or selling mode versus you do it an hour later, which you and I both know the, the speed to lead stats, right? Um, the speed to lead is crucial. Speed opportunity is absolutely crucial. But if you can build a relationship at the same time and you realize each opportunity, you treat that like that's a new lead, you cannot win. The, you cannot lose the conversion game. You're going to win, right? Like that's the secret.
0: Everybody listening to this podcast, is reading reviews before they buy products and services. And on the same side of that, token isn't feeding their customers reviews about navigating the largest investment decision they will ever make. And so, if people aren't answering the phone, that's fine. When you when they go back to social media, they're going to be seeing your content right? They're going, they are, these people are researching you. If you don't think they're looking at your Facebook or your Instagram or Googling you, you are mistaken. This is the largest transaction experience somebody may ever have in their entire life. They're just doing their homework quietly.
1: Yep. And it, there's, there's the dreamer phase. There's different phases that the buyer herself goes through also. And 100%. instead of Here's what I see a lot. And I wanna I wanna help this with our audience. And Grant could probably help articulate this better, but I see a frustration with agents when they call that lead when they're maybe in the dreaming phase and the leads like this lead, or the agent says, Well, now this lead sucks. They're not even looking to buy or sell. But if you follow this process and you know how to actually articulate that conversation, like when a lead says, Hey, I'm just looking. That is not a bad thing, right? Like that's that is that is why you generated the lead is for people that are looking to buy or sell real estate. We just have to work on our skill set and build a process to make sure that we can nurture and build that relationship in the back back end for when they are ready. Now we can help pull them through that process.
0: Yeah. No, I mean I mean, hear all the time. 72% of uh, leads do business with the first agent that they talk to. And I hear it all the time too, like, yeah, they're not gonna be ready for 12 months. Okay. Well, I need more leads. Wait a second. <laughs> it's kind of the point. Like, we want to be first. You want to be first to market in every case. I don't know a business on the Inc. 500 list that does not want to be first to market when they roll out new
1: products. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> if I can be the first thing that comes into your mind whenever you think about selling real estate, I win. It doesn't matter who else is out there. It doesn't matter who else you're talking to uh, or or who else is maybe marketing. You know, the average lead is shared with nine agents. Okay. It, It doesn't matter. It just matters that you're first and it matters that you're consistent until that person is ready to transact. It's good. to be the first person that prospects talk to. It's that relationship that you develop. Matt, have, have you ever had a lead maybe that you worked with that? I don't know. Maybe you didn't close a deal with them for 12 months, for 15 months, for 18 months. But, oh, throughout the the, the relationship building process, maybe that person sent you a referral. I, like, I, yeah. I don't know. Isn't this the point of business, especially in real estate, is to build and nurture relationships so that you can generate more income? You guys get paid to talk to people. Yep. It's just you you wish you didn't. Like you wish you got paid to to think about talking to people. And <laughs> you gotta shift your perspective, understand the life cycle. Who knows how many referrals you could get if you just focused more on building a relationship with somebody as opposed to getting money out of somebody? Not yeah. what I'm gonna take from this relationship. What can I give to this relationship?
1: Dude, that's pure gold. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm frustrated about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, this is great stuff. Like,
0: follow up for ten years, so I've got a, I got <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. This is this is pure gold, man. Um, I knew this was going to be good, but I didn't know it was going to be this good. I love it. Um, so Grant, I got another question for you. So, I know that you're a data guy. Um, you have all these these ratios, all these percentages you're throwing out. So, how can real estate agents use data and analytics to improve their ads, their advertising, their conversion rates? And second part is what metrics should they be tracking?
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, from a lead generation standpoint, like as an example, if you go put out like a homes list ad, we're saying the average cost per lead is three to $5 a lead. You know, if you're paying more than that, unless it's a seller lead, sellers, you're going to be 12 to $16 socially. You could get up as high as 24. But if you're generating a buyer seller lead, somebody that's interested in both, you're going to be in that three, five, $6 territory. So if your average cost generate is higher than that, you need to dig into the details. Is my copy off? Is my numbers I'm marketing off? Is my picture off? I've found if you're doing a homes list type ad, 10 times out of 10, you're not marketing to the right price point. This is why in, when I was given my new XYZ a second ago, I said, go look at the median price point of homes sold in your market. The median price point is where all the action's happening. So if you go lower than that, let's say the median is 300 and you start marketing to 200, you're actually going to generate fewer leads at a higher cost per lead because there's not as many buyers there. And if you go to 500, you're going to generate fewer leads at a higher cost per lead because there's not as many buyers or sellers there either. So go look at what's the median price point in the market. And that should really steer some of the numbers that you're putting out socially. If you don't have a listing and you're new in the business, call a Matt Smith and say, hey, can I market your, your house over on 123 Main Street? I'm gonna spend about 150 bucks advertising it. It's not gonna cost you a penny. I just wanna generate more opportunities for you. How many Matt Smiths are gonna say no? Like- No, yeah, do I too. need more attention. Yeah. Go for it, buddy, let's go. Yeah. If I do that, I'm gonna generate hundreds of leads. I'm not a real estate agent. If I stepped into this industry, day one, day two, day three, day four, infrastructure. I would follow my own advice. Day five, six, seven, I would just go find a few Matt Smiths. Hey, can I market your property? I would go put a thousand leads in my sales system that I built and it would feed me for a year. And I would probably outperform most of the people in the market. You don't need hundreds of thousands of leads all the time. You need good systems and processes to to work with a hundred. I think everybody should read the book. It's It's called A Thousand True Fans. I can't remember the offer right now, but it's it's really shifting people's perspective. It's, it's kind of like summarizing this idea that an artist can really become an icon if they just have a thousand true fans. In real estate, you could build a monster company if you got 10 yeah. real relationships. And I think so many people forget that, which is why when you walk in the business, the broker says, hey, pick up the phone and start telling people your real estate. And I think it's oversimplified. But pick up the phone, reach out to the people that you know and that know you, have a conversation and then let it end by say, hey, I'm in real estate if you know anybody looking. Like it doesn't, we all overcomplicate this. And so um, when you look at ad performance, when you're generating leads, those are some of the markers. Now with video, when you're doing video view ads and stuff like that, you're doing remarketing, we're noticing that your average cost per through play right now should be between four and six pennies meaning you're paying between four and six cents to get somebody to watch a video for at least 15 seconds. If your ad cost is higher per through play, there's one of two things, either your video quality needs to be worked on, but that's not typically what it is. Second thing is your audience is just too small. Mm. So you can let the audience build up. And as the audience gets bigger, your average cost per through play will come down. Okay. So those are some of the two main ad metrics. And of course I'm talking about Facebook advertising here. Now, on the conversion side, there's four metrics I think you should track. Number one, response rate. If you generate 100 leads, how many of those people are you talking to? That's your response rate. Even if they say stop or F off, whatever, all the bad stuff too. 58% is what I'm seeing right now is the average response rate on 100 leads. You should see of out of 100 leads approximately at a 10 to 12% qualification rate. That means that the person wanted to maybe be set up on a home search. They might've wanted to know their home value, weren't ready to move forward just yet. What was
1: that percentage again?
0: 10 to 12%. So if you generate 100 leads, at least 10 people should be hand raisers. Hey, I'd love to be set up on a home search. I'd love to know my home value. Four out of those 10 contacts should set appointments to meet with you about buying or selling property. Could be a quick. I I like to push for a a fifteen-minute discovery call, get more due diligence about the prospect first, and then go to set a buyer consultation or a seller's point, a listing appointment. And then at least fifty percent of the appointments you set, you should be transacting on three, six, nine months. That's what I've been seeing right now. That's real-time data, Uh, and and of course, we work for over four hundred companies doing this. Right, so this isn't unlike. One person's business. This is hundreds of companies that we're seeing this data, and I see it in other companies too that we don't work with. So if you generate a hundred leads from Facebook, now let's reverse engineer the math because you said that exactly, it's not your cost per lead; it's your cost per closing. That is the single most important metric that you can track in this entire process. And real estate has is a very traditional industry: cold calling, door knocking, billboards, TV, radio. But over the last decade there's been this massive shift into direct response marketing. The direct response marketing is I'm going to put on an advertisement and I'm going to get a direct response. Somebody's going to opt in, I'm going to get a lead and I can close yep. a deal. That's direct response or performance-based marketing. But unfortunately, very few people understand what that even is. Okay? You've got to analyze your cost per closing cuz that's going to teach you how to take off like a freaking rocket. Now, look at this math. If your average cost per lead should be between $3 to $5, let's say it's $5 a lead, $5 a lead times 100 leads is $500. Bucks. That's how much you would spend to get $100. If you can convert one of those leads, that means your cost to close a deal was $500. Average commission check, I don't know what, five grand, 7500 grand. So obviously, it's worth it you get a uh, an advertising that something is called your ROAS your return on ad spent or your ROI and that is a 5 10 15x return this is what we all really like crave just remember it's not going to happen fast
1: yep
0: it's not going to happen fast doesn't mean it's not going to happen it just means it's not going to happen fast that's your sales cycle yeah <laughs> your are Oh. picking up with the boards. Like this is how long it takes to close a real estate transaction. But those are the numbers that you want to look out for. Uh, and in massage, as you're implementing a, a strategy like this, I see it takes four to six weeks to truly get the system, a system like this dialed in so that you're performing at a high level. Uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, dude, that's a masterclass on, on all those numbers. And like Grant said, um, You guys should really take those numbers seriously. Number one, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, right? You need to know your numbers. And if you wanna build a sustainable, scalable, profitable business, which I think we all do if you're listening to this, you fit that, you check those boxes. You need to know those numbers. You need to know how to scale those. Um, I wanna go back to that book that you mentioned. Uh, Number one, I'm gonna buy that book, but I believe in that concept. <clears throat> Here's why I heard it. I've heard it in so many different um avenues. But as an example, let's use social media. Everyone, you mentioned influencers. Everyone wants to be an influencer, wants millions of followers. I would rather have a thousand followers that I know that I have a relationship with than a hundred thousand that I don't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You put me in a business again in those two scenarios with like with same skill sets. The person with a thousand that has relationships, that has depth, that knows those people is going to crush. I mean, destroy the person with one hundred thousand. It is not the biggest database. It is the best relationships.
0: And that goes
1: back to the speed to relationship. And again, this process, the uh, the part that I want to make sure you guys understood is all these conversion ratios. All that is very, very key but it doesn't work as well in the machine. If you don't have the retargeting, you Mm -hmm. have to constantly be dripping valuable content, relationship building content on your audience. That's a crucial part of this.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And I think another thing too, and this is just something I'm seeing in a lot of these organizations I step into, how many emails are you sending out to your database? And there's automations, but I'm talking like how how many times do you sit down a month and manually sit there, type up an email and send it to your database? Once, twice.
1: Well, Grant, the automations will take care of that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So many people, and if you're newer, you got a chance to really get this. So many people are trying to leverage themselves out of the business. Mm. And what I want you to understand is that you can leverage yourself out of the business operationally, but it's the Matt Smith real estate group. If Matt Smith isn't on video <laughs> every day, it's not going to have the same type of an effect. Every brand has what we call an attractive character, a persona. If I say Tesla, who's the first person you think of? Yeah. Right? It's Elon Musk. It's the personification of the Tesla brand. And so the reason I'm saying this is because one of the single greatest opportunities I'm seeing right now is not even in buying new leads. I'm working. Some people have got databases of 150,000 contacts. Email your audience once a day. You will all post socially, no problem. And I hear this all the time. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to reach out to them too frequently uh, and and not add value. Well, then add value. Is the stuff you're posting on social every day valuable? I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I posted this morning about waffles, I think. Like, it's not, it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, every piece of content you've got to, you're going to put out there is going to be a winner. But the reason we even buy leads is to own media. Media is names, email addresses, phone numbers. It's people that you can contact every single day to sell your products and services. Apple, Apple. It's not a phone company. They're a media company. Nike, Starbucks, Tesla, some of the largest brands in the world are large because of the contacts they've got sitting in the databases, the relationships they've got sitting in their databases, people that they can actually sell products and services to each and every day. Don't just build a huge database and send a newsletter once a month. You're missing the point. Send an email each and every day to your database. And if you don't think it's going to be valuable, Focus, make it, create valuable content. I can go to ChatGPT or Jasper right now and say, give me 30 email ideas that would help somebody that lives in Northwest Arkansas understand how to have uh, safe, family-friendly, fun experiences every night if they wanted to. And I'm going to get outputs that are like top five safest parks in the community, top three ice cream parlors, top a place to go this Friday night. If you have kids, like those are the things that are valuable to the people that you are marketing to. You may not be able to talk to somebody about real estate every day. Real estate's going to be 5% of the transaction, 5% of the relationship, but you can absolutely talk about what's going on in your community. What's happening around you. What's safe. What's not You're thought to be these local community experts. Act like it.
1: Dude. Yeah. So there's so much there I want to unpack. Value is in the inefficiencies as everyone else is adding tech, adding automations, doing all of these things. You know what we're focused on as our company? I'm going to give my secret. We're doubling down on handwritten notes.
0: Mm -hmm. We're going
1: back to what everyone else Mm -hmm. is forgetting about. When's the last time you got a text or an email? Probably since you've been on this podcast. When's the last time you got a handwritten note and how did it make you feel? Yep right? Now you had a personalized note. You had a personalized gift in that make people feel special. That's building relationships. That's doing something special values in the inefficiencies. You can't automate that. If you're going to do a handwritten note, make it handwritten. It doesn't matter if they can read it or not. It's the thought, right? Um, don't do a fake handwritten note. It doesn't work. Um, also you said email your database every single day. Again, I like to do what people, um, I, yes, I jump with the early adopters in a lot of things, but I also am looking at what is everyone moving away from? And I go, I go dip my toe in that as well. As an example, you're in some of the same rooms that I'm in and so that's where the email comes from. I, be- I believe like there's proven concepts that we've seen, but how many people say email doesn't work, right? Well, it's because they don't work it properly. It's not mm-hmm. valuable. It's only spam. If it's not valuable, if it's not a value, that's when you're spamming. You can email people every single hour if it's of value, right? 100%. Like, it's got to no be valuable, valuable content. Yeah, yeah, right? companies absolutely do. Yeah, um, and I love what you said too, is be the go-to resource. I've said this since day one. I hired my first videographer years ago and I said, here is the vision of what we are doing with our marketing company. We are going to be the go-to resource for everything in our community. He said, you mean just houses? Nope, I mean everything.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: someone wants to know what's happening in our community, guess where they're gonna go? Matt Smith Real Estate Group. They want to know about school districts. They're going to go to Matt Smith Real Estate Group. They want to know about best restaurants in town. They're coming to us. And there's so many ways that you can repurpose that content. As an example, you mentioned go to ChatGPT, go to Jasper. Sure, get ideas. We get to make it your own. Don't just copy and paste. Right, mm-hmm. add the human element. But there's tons of great ideas you can generate there. And so, say it's the top three safest parks. I think is what you mentioned. Not only is that a great email, that's a great blog for your website. That's a great graphic you can post on social media. That's a great video that you can do long form and short form content. Mm-hmm. That one thing you can redistribute over and over and over so that, again, you are the go-to resource for your community.
0: 100%. That's the
1: game. That's that's it, man. That's it's, <laughs> You can't lose, right? Like You, you absolutely you know, can't. <laughs> you, know, you know Sunit pretty well. Um, yeah. I remember the first time I heard him on stage, he said, I love it. I absolutely he dropped a couple of F-bombs, of course, but he said, I absolutely love it. Whenever, um, whenever I I asked my sale, my closing department, hey, where'd this league come from? And they said, I don't know. He said, that means we're marketing, right? We, they, they're like, I don't know. I see you guys everywhere. That's what, that's what the greats, that's what the number one in California, that's what they focus on. I want to be everywhere in marketing. So people have saw me so much when they come into business with us, they don't remember the call to action it's just the value that we provided
0: 100% dude 100%.
1: let's let's wrap this up this has been amazing there's so much great takeaways here how would you like to close this out what's the last takeaway you'd like to leave with the people
0: mm, man uh, it's always tough i don't know if you know if it's if it's newer agents watching this i think that what i would tell you is just associate yourself to success you know, get around people that are doing what it is that you want to do and learn from them. There's so many incredible people in this industry that are willing to give of their knowledge and information. Like Matt here, like I'm going to create a podcast and open up the playbook. Everybody needs to learn what we're doing because, um, you know, real estate can change your life, but you've got to get the at bats. And, you know, sometimes you're new in the industry. It's hard associate yourself to success, get in the right rooms, get around the right people that can really pour into you and work your ass off. Like we just, this is, this is, um, you know, traditionally a real estate industry that favors action. And, um, we're in a market now where you're going to need to work two to three times harder to generate the same types of results that you maybe were accustomed to just because of the, the state of things work your ass off. It's worth it to, um, make conscious investments. Some people call that sacrifice. When you work hard for 10 to 12 hours a day, Mm -hmm. you you drain the bank account investing in yourself. When you eat food that maybe isn't as good, when you don't go to the movies, some people call that sacrifice. It's an investment in the future that you and your family deserve. And so make those investments, work your ass off. You can have so much success in this industry if you just listen listen. Take massive action, and when you get to a place where you feel like, "Damn, I did it," you turn around and help the next person.
1: Dude, mic drop! I love it. Um, yeah, so much gold there. You you said one of my my buzzwords, sacrifice. I yeah. think that word gets so much it's overused, but there's so <laughs> much to that. Right? Is that um, I love I love how you you put your spin on it. Let me give you my spin. Sacrifice is required in life. You mm-hmm. don't have an option. Yeah. You either the sacrifice for the things that you want or the things that you want become the sacrifice.
0: Yeah,
1: That's your choice, yeah. right? You, you don't, you can't say, I don't want sacrifice. You're going to get it one way or another.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Choose your path. Yep. Man, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Dude, we're not going to get off here without you being able to share. How do people find you? Where do you want them to follow you on social? If they want to learn more about how to get some more ad spend, how to how to convert leads at a higher level, learn some of these metrics that you dropped on them today. Where do you want them to find you? Single greatest
0: way, connect with me. Go to our website, go to whitley.net, W-I-T-L-Y.net. Check us out. Book time to meet with us. If I'm available, I'd love to chat with you. If I'm not, maybe one of my team members would be on. But Connect with us, ask as many questions as you want. Uh, we'd love to ride alongside and help anybody that we can.
1: And, guys, if you listen to this episode, you know this guy knows how to help you. So, I highly recommend it. Again, we use him personally in our business. I recommend him to all my coaching clients. He's the real deal. So, check him out dot whitley.net. Grant, thank you so much for your time. Dude, su- super appreciate it. Can't wait to see you at our next event.
0: Love, it, man. Thanks, brother.
1: Yeah. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, to all or nothing in real estate. As always, this show is a way to give back to the industry that has given so much to me. So all that I ask from you, if you got value from this, which I know you did in this one, share it with a friend and we'll see you guys next time.